0: Welcome to the Brand Builders Love Podcast. I'm your host, Suze Chadwick, business and mindset coach and the creator of the Bold Business Academy and the Amplify Mastermind. Right here on this podcast, we'll inspire you to become a bold and powerful voice in your industry and claim your space with courage and confidence. You can be bold and go against the grain to become the creative rebel you wanna be. Forget average, it's time to level up. Harriet, welcome to the Brand Builders Lab podcast.
1: Thank you for having me here. So nice to be invited. Thanks, Suze.
0: Yeah, my pleasure. My pleasure. Now for my audience, one of the things that I really wanted to do, and I was just saying this to Harriet, when I get clients that join BBA and they're just all in and they're like at the coaching calls and they're taking action and they're sharing their wins and all the rest of it, and they're just doing things scared as well, which I I love that you do that because I know that when you started doing stories and stuff, you were like, oh, this feels so cringy or hard, but I'm kind of like, I want to talk to you about your journey and how it's been being in BBA, but also just about you and your business. So thanks for thanks so great to come on.
1: Thats all right. I'm so happy to. I've had such a good time learning from you. So happy to give back as well because that's what it's all about. It all goes around. So, yeah, and continue. I also
0: think that like one of the reasons why I wanted to do this kind of series and get some of my BBA clients on is because I think like just learning the lessons that you've learned along the way also helps other people who are listening. It's kind of like you know one of the things that we're going to talk about is, What have been some of the thinking shifts that you've had? What have been some of the things that you've really valued that you feel have made a big impact? And I think just sharing those helps other people as well. So listen, for my audience who don't know you, tell us about you, your business, how you started, all the rest of it. So
1: I fell into my business. Um, So I'm an interior designer. I was working for someone. Who decided they were going to change their structure of a business so they asked all the interior designers to set up their own businesses and we were going to contract back to her and she had this whole model of what she was going to do so this sort of happened sort of six weeks before Christmas in 2018 and then the week before Christmas she goes I'm not going to do it anymore you are all right to go out on your own so I was like right <laughs> okay. So I really fell into doing my own business. Luckily in that process, she'd allowed me to sign up a client directly to my business. And that was enough to get me going. Um, And then a lot of the clients that I had were like, well, we want to come with you. So they followed me. So really really lucky. So my work kind of transitioned across. They followed me. i had clients that I'd previously worked for on that employment that came and found me and said, we'll just come and work with you. So that's sort of like how the ball got rolling for me. So fell into it. And now three and a half years later, I'm still going. So that's a good sign, which is great. But I kind of, you know, did that first bit where I was like just sort of scrambling, you know, you're getting your clients, you're doing your work. And then I got to that point of what's next? Where am I going? And that's sort of when I got in this mindset of, I need some help. I need some sort of strategy. And I just mentioned to you before we started that I was actually doing another course, and in that you happened to be on one of her podcasts, and that's how I found you. And I was like, oh, this girl, she speaks by talk. Like, I love your energy and your vibe. And I was like, oh, and then you were like, I offer BBA." And everything that you sort of listed that BBA was, I was like, oh, that sounds really good. So I went from finishing that one and jumped onto yours mid um, pregnancy as well. So I had a baby and I was like, I'm still going to do it. Oh, uh, right. I did that while I was um, on maternity leave. Um, but yeah, so that's sort of how I found you. And then basically, yeah, so I got to the fact that I needed a structure and also I was in the midst of doing a rebrand. So yeah getting all that information for you about branding because I added a whole other arm onto my business, which I launched at the beginning of this year, which through the tools that you've taught me, we've like taken off. So that's so positive to see as well.
0: Yeah. Amazing. And I just, we were sort of talking about this as well, where you're like, I was in a course and then I, you know, wanted to come into BBA. Did you have hesitations about coming into BBA because you were already in another program?
1: I did because I was like, financially, is it the right course? Obviously, I was like going on to maternity leave as well. So I was like, is this the right thing? But then I just had you in my head because I, you know, Chowed through your podcast. I was like, listening to <laughs> like all the time going, Yes, love it. And I was like, No, I've got to invest. Like, if I want to make more money, I've also got to invest in the business. And that was like, again, just that mind shift change that wow. if I want something, I've got to invest in it. So I was like, No, I'm going to invest in it. I think it's the right call. And I'm so glad that I did.
0: Yeah, so amazing. I love that. And so you rebranded your pitch studio now. Yes. Why did you go with that name?
1: Uh, so basically I was interiors and my husband who's now joined in, he's an architect. So we wanted something that would encompass both of us. So um, pitch was kind of like the idea, like the pitch of a roof. We pitch ideas. So we just thought and we've got future ideas down the track that we wanted. So it's pitch studio for now, but it might be pitch something else later down the track um, just with future things that we want to do with the business as well. So sort of gave us that flexibility. Oh, I love that. I didn't know you were in
0: business with your husband now. That's exciting.
1: Yeah, it's really good. So um, we're starting slowly. So So good. And
0: so where where do you work with clients? Like, are you
1: just local or... So we were in Sydney. So most of our clients are in Sydney, but we actually moved to the Southern Highlands um, a year and a bit ago. So we're trying to now just target local work in mainly Barrel, Southern Highlands area is where we're trying to target.
0: Okay, fantastic. So, so good. And so I just want to talk about like why you joined BBA and I guess like what was that catalyst? So you've sort of been doing this course, like where were you in your business? Like were you did you feel like you had the structures? Like what was it that you were looking
1: for? So probably the big reason was because we relocated. So when we were in Sydney, all my work came through natural leads. So I had, I was getting client referrals. So when we moved, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to actually have to work out how do I target people? How do I actually advertise my business? Because I'd never had to do it before. It all just came through referrals and work just flowed on. So it was because of that change. I was like, right, how do I go about doing this? What do I do to actually do that? And who do I want as a client? Um, Because before it just naturally happened and they were great clients. Whereas now I was like, well, I've actually got the option of who the clients are. So who is that? Who do I want it to be? And sort of working out what that is. And that's sort of what I was working through in BBA of who's that ideal client. And yeah, I did your sales week last week and I had that big like aha moment of like, you know, who is that ideal client? Because I had someone come along and now being a bit difficult, I'm like, why is this just not right? Like this is not typical for us. And then I worked out because you're not an ideal client. You actually just don't fit actually where we need to be, you know, who we love to work with and who loves to work with us. So it was like that real realisation, okay, you're not the ideal client, so I'm going to let you go and that's okay. And I'm going to move on and find more beautiful ideal clients that are out there that are looking for us and we're looking for them. So that was a great mind shift change.
0: Yeah. And what, because I think that a lot of people are scared of that. And I've been recently speaking with another client about this, where sometimes when the work is scarce, or you don't know where the next client's going to come from, there can be a lot of fear with that as well. And saying no to clients that do come along, even when they're difficult, can be hard to let go of as well.
1: It's really hard. And I think I, I obviously take it personally well as well, that I'm like, oh, is it something against me? But just trying to put that business hat going on, yeah. no, it's a business thing. But then so funny because you're like, let that client go. And the next day we've got two clients that signed up. So it's like, like you know, it's just like that thing, like we're just like, oh, I hope these other ones come through. And I was like, I hope you get the signed fee proposal. And then on Saturday morning, check my emails. There it is. It's just amazing. like, I don't know, the world working for you. You know, you could put it out there and it does come back. Like I really believe in that. I think it really makes a difference.
0: Yeah, that's so good. I love that. And what do you think your biggest learnings have been within BBA? Because I mean, I've sort of watched you. I've watched you, you know, come to the coaching calls and get coached, which I think is a really big thing as well. Like, Very I think scary, that sometimes, worth it. yeah, <laughs> I think sometimes people like join programs and that, and then they just don't show up for it. And then they're like, yeah, it didn't work for me. But that's why I love like you were at the coaching calls, even that you were on maternity leave, you had a baby, like you were there, um, and just like trying new things. But what for you have been your biggest learnings?
1: Um, So I think the one of the ones is like having a direction. So working out, like actually sitting down and planning, where do you want to go? Because then having that written down allows you to do everything else that flows from that, that you can actually have a plan. And I think the other really big one is about being human and starting to have like that dialogue with your clients rather than being too, not cold faced, but like too professional in a way that it's like then that doesn't make you approachable. And I think then that really links back to looking at like, well, why have clients signed on with me previously? What have they said? And looking back at that and asking clients for testimonials is something I never felt brave enough to do, but you were like, get the story, (laughs) get the testimonial. (laughs) And I even did it yesterday because like one of my clients like wrote a great, lovely comment And I sent her a text going, would you mind if I use this as a testimony? And she's like, of course, go for it. And I'm just like, oh, wow, I should have asked that a while ago, you know, but getting that information just, yeah, makes a big difference. So I think they're probably like some of the main things and just the mind shift change. I think you do a lot about just your mindset about it. Like you can do it like you just got to be consistent. I think that's probably the other really big one. Um, but they're, they're the things that
0: I've really taken away, but there's so many more, but they're the ones that come off the top of my head. Yeah. Yeah. All good. Cause I think, uh, I think that mindset shift as well is a big one because like you were saying, sometimes you feel like you have to be professional, but it's just like, how can we have more conversations? How can I share the stories because I know we were talking that you were like a lot of times people in the industry maybe don't do some of the things that you wanted to do like talking about what you love and what you hate in interiors or things that work and don't work or just stories that you know you find really interesting and we were sort of saying that well, why wouldn't you do that? Because then that helps you stand out. That helps you to connect to your clients. That makes you a bit different, which I really love. Like, I love people who have an opinion, especially like I'm a big fashion lover. I love interiors, things like that. So somebody who has a point of view, somebody who's like, listen, this works with this, this doesn't work with this. And why? I'm like, yeah. tell me all the things. Cause I have no idea. I have no eye for that. So I'm always interested in what people's opinions are and it may not be mainstream. Like some other people may disagree with you, but I think that if you can connect with people and, and like you said, when you first heard me, you're like, you're my person. I think that when somebody finds you and you do share your opinion and you do share like what is good and what's not good according to you, and I really resonate with you, then I love that. I think that that's great.
1: Yeah, I agree. And I think also in doing that, like one of my biggest selling things, which is not even intentionally selling is that first call I have with clients. We end up laughing at the end of the phone call. And then I feel like that's like such a big hook in terms of them signing on with you because they feel comfortable with you. Yeah. And in terms of what I do, like I come into your home and so many people are like, don't judge me on my home or, you know, you come into someone's really personal space and Mm. looking through their wardrobe and, you know, going into their bathroom and all these really personal things. So they need to have that personal connection with you where they feel comfort in you. So I think what I haven't done previously and what I've learned from you is putting myself out there and being like, this is who I am then people are able to relate to that. And then that's sort of like that first lead into then potentially working with you as well. So I think I sort of knew part of that, but didn't know how to turn that into something um, that could actually help me, you know, generate new leads and clients. And it's through your help that I've been able to sort of like put that together, sort of had the pieces, but didn't know how to put it together.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I think for me, Like that's something that I've always thought is, you know, I have to share like when things are going well and when things are failing, because I can't expect my clients to be courageous enough to take chances and, you know, things might work and things may not work. And that's just part of business is testing. Like if I don't share and if I'm not vulnerable as well. And so I think that just like you were saying, you know, you you're asking your clients to allow you in. Personally, you have to be personable and human in order for them to feel comfortable to do that. So, I think that that's such an important thing that a lot of people don't think about. Like, you've got to be able to reflect that back to your clients as well. But one of the things that you shared, which I loved, is that you, when you rebranded and you rewrote your website and your messaging, you were like, we put it out there and we booked, like, we got our first few clients in the first four days or something like that.
1: Three leads. It was unbelievable. Like it was so amazing. I was like, what is happening? But I like, you know, through what you've done, like we had a strategy, we had a plan, and it worked. It was just amazing. It was so great to see the results. And then you share that with people who are like, wow. And then I think that even drives more as well. Like it was just, and it's just been that momentum since doing it. It's been unbelievable in terms of the response. It's been so fantastic.
0: That's so good. And do you think that it was like the, like your messaging, like, what do you think it was that that has had like made that shift for you?
1: Yes. I think it was the messaging about what we do. Like I started offering, offering like a consultation service and I got these messages going back, oh my gosh, that's what I need. Because we kind of realized that there's was this area where people didn't want to engage in full service, but they're happy to pay for an hour or like a few days of work. So we actually targeted that and we got two jobs out of it. Like it was amazing, but we hadn't communicated that before. So it's actually communicating clearly what the offerings were for then someone to be able to take them up.
0: Yeah. And I also think depending like, you know, you can have, Hourly things, or you can have packages. And I think that when your packages are a lot bigger, so like, you know, somebody's doing like a full interior design type project or a build or something like that. I think a consultation is such a great way for them to build that relationship so that when they're going to do something else, or if they have friends that are going to do something else, you've now had that interaction with them and built that relationship. So I think it's also about looking at, you know, what is my business and how can I start to build those relationships more? like at that beginning stage.
1: And it's really great in my industry as well because you might do that and you might have a discussion with a builder or a painter and then that helps you jump into other ponds because the builder was like, hey, you were nice to talk to or I liked working with you. I'm going to refer you to someone as well. So it's like another really good way of networking in that trade side of things well, which is really helpful. But, like you say, like sometimes people go, Oh, that was good. And then it flows on to more, or they may not get you for this bit, but they'll get us in for the decorating at the end, or what it might be. But it kind of is a great lead into other work down the track as well.
0: Yeah. And I think it's also about having that kind of system in your business to continue to have those relationships as in you meet them and it's like, okay, how do we keep them warm? How do we keep in contact with them? How do we make sure that they know whatever's going on in our business as well? And so, yeah, I think that doing that is such a great thing to do. So what's the focus for your business in 2023? What do you want to do more of?
1: We want to get more of the ideal client because- And who is that? So the ideal client is someone who um, understands and appreciates design. So they want to pay an expert to help them with that. And I think that's the really fundamental thing that they can understand it. And it's someone who wants to work with someone as well. So we're very much a um, collaborative process. So we like to work with our clients. So together we do it because at the end of the day, our client's the person living in the home. So we want to help bring their dream to reality. So it's not what we envisage for themselves. So I've had lots of clients come to me and they're like, I ended up with an orange couch and I don't even like orange. And you're just like, oh, I'm so sorry you ended up in that situation. Like I don't want you to be there. So it's really working and listening with our clients to make sure that like they've got an idea what they want, but they don't know how to put it together. So in helping them put it together. um, So that's, that's who our ideal client is.
0: Yeah. I love that. That's so good. Yeah. So anyway, so working with more of your ideal clients, Yeah, working
1: more of our ideal clients, um, building up the architecture side of um, the business and also just creating a a brand that is out there in the market. So really increasing our presence. So got a really big um, plan for like the social media, the website, YouTube, because that's the next big thing that Amazing. everyone's talking about as well. So just working out like, you know, can we do reveals on YouTube or like, how can we do that? Then possibly uploading it onto the website. So we've got that video content there as well. So just really trying to constantly have a big strategy in terms of it, but just growing the business. We want to bring on an employee this year. That's a really big thing with us just to sort of help. So probably going to be something like a VA where we can play with the flexibility of the hours. Um, and then just yet yeah, have a business where my husband can be in it full-time and that's where we want to be.
0: Yeah, absolutely. You can be like the Australian version of Studio McGee. Yeah.
1: Oh, that's not that dream?
0: <laughs> I love it. Oh, me too. But you know something, this is the other thing is one of the things that we do with pre-work as well is like, what's your ideal client, your dream and your cream client. Yeah. So do you remember what your cream client uh, was? I don't know if I can. What would it be? Like if you were to think about it now, like what would be, cause so for my, for my listeners, something that I ask is like your ideal client is somebody that you love to work with. They're great. Like, yeah. you know, they come along. It's fantastic. You get along with them. Like you're dream client is like that next level up. Like maybe it's a whole home project or something like that. And then what would the dream client be? That's like, pinch yourself, get out of town. Like I'm done.
1: So that'd be like a full new build, start to finish. And we detail absolutely everything. So it's from that concept, all through documentation, interiors, decorating, and we have the champagne at the end of the process to celebrate the fact that they've moved in. Yeah. That would be that's the absolute dream if you get a client from start to finish. Because it's not an opportunity, but that that would be
0: ideal. Be I great. love that. How does it feel to dream that big? Like just to be like one oh, day so we're totally liberating. gonna do that.
1: I love it. And I also think if you start thinking it, it starts happening because I feel like I've been practicing that and it does. Like I did a, um, like a mood board for sort of like business and life and I'm ticking off the images. It's amazing. (gasps) like, I want that. Well, that's done. It's just, when you start to visualize it, then it just starts to come together, which is fantastic.
0: We love that. That's so good. And then who knows? You'll have the house, and then grand designs will come along and be like, Harriet, we want you to work on the next project. Like, that's like the next, I need to find something that's beyond cream. Like, what's like. I love it. So, so good. Harry. thank you so much for sharing this. Um, I've loved having you in BBA and I love seeing all the things that you're doing and just being really courageous. I think that you're taking courageous action. And I think for me, that's all I ever want my clients to do. I think that that just makes the biggest difference. But where can people find you? Where can they get in contact with you?
1: So you can look on our website, which is www.pitch-studio.com.au or Instagram, which is pitchstudio__barrel. But thanks so much, Suze. Like it's been so fun working with you and I look forward to keeping working with you. It's great.
0: So good. Thanks, Harriet. Thanks. Well, I hope you enjoyed that podcast and that interview. I'm going to have a few more of my clients on as well to share what some of their lessons have been through the work that we've done together, because I do just think that when you hear other people's lessons, it can really help you as well. Yeah, I know that this podcast has helped so many of my community, and I know that so many of my clients have come from the podcast, and so if you want to work together, whether it's one-on-one coaching or coming and joining us in BBA or Amplify, then just send me a DM on Instagram at Suze Chadwick or send me an email, get in contact with me. I would love to talk to you about how we can work together and how you can build simple business systems that help you be profitable without the burnout.